real news. Honest and fun political talk weekly on the line 90.7 FM. Okay, welcome back to Real News Uncensored here. We are <laughs> in another different location in a very, you can't see, obviously, because you're just listening, but we have a really ghetto, janky setup going here because uh, we actually had changed rooms, but we're still broadcasting here for you guys. We're going to talk about first the Jussie Smollett story that's developed more since it broke last time when we were on that the cops were onto his ass. Yep. The the Empire actor has now turned himself in after being charged with disorderly conduct for staging a hate crime. He's facing three years in prison, may be forced to pay for the investigation costs, which would be nice. Uh, The two Nigerian brothers who worked on the show show, told detectives that Smollett paid $3,500 to fake the crime. And he did this because he was dissatisfied with his salary, according to the police. And he's now been removed from the final two episodes of the season of Empire. That I think they're on their fifth season. And this is, of course, totally you know contrary to what he originally claimed that all these two men attacked him and beat him up, tied the noose around his neck, and yelled, "This is MAGA country." It was totally fake. And I think his motives are more beyond an salary raise. I think he really wanted to turn himself into a victim and turn himself into this now figurehead so of the, you know anti-trump resistance yeah so so the last that that we were hearing uh i guess uh it th- they were saying that it, it either it was either that he was trying to stay on the show or he was trying to get more money um but there was also a, a possibility like you said that he he was he wanted like after this show he wanted to do some sort of activism but yeah. like you know, you, it's hard to do activism if you really haven't gone through uh, anything well known in your personal life. So like, you know, I guess hey, stage your own shit and we'll see where it ends up. I guess I don't know. But hey, did I not call it though? Did I not call it oh, yeah. the Fox thing? You remember when when we talking about the Fox? When when the, when Fox gave that corporate that corporate line like yeah. oh we we stand by Jussie Smollett and we're gonna wait for the details like like I and we were all saying eh, it's a corporate response because if some if if shit goes downhill and it's found to be going downhill like these big corporations they'll throw you on your ass and on a dime and well. Lo and behold, here we found more stuff out. And they, they wait. I mean, originally, they were going to let him play those last two episodes. And then he got there. And it's like, uh, uh, maybe not. I love, I think all of us immediately when we saw this story thought, yeah, this is bullshit. Well, yeah. Nobody believed this shit yeah. except, you know, people on the left. And. Well, we even like I even gave him the benefit of the doubt on a small degree where I said, Well, I think it's all bullshit. The only other possibility There's I was no way see, in hell I was gonna say that shit. Like Yeah. I wasn't gonna call bullshit right away. I <laughs> I the only I thing, wasn't going to I knew it was bullshit. There's no way in hell I was gonna say that shit publicly. Mm-hmm. Well, what I did think was that the only other possibility was that he was attacked, but it wasn't by Trump supporters, and they didn't say this is MAGA country. That was the only alternative I thought, but I thought it was total bullshit. Well, the thing is, too, like, I, I think the reason he was kicked off, like, 
you know, you know, you mentioned that with the company, like they threw him to the curb. Well, the, you know, they really should have because he was trying to defraud the company, basically using this to get a salary raise. He admitted to that, at least to the uh, two Nigerian princes. But um, yeah, no, like it was complete BS. Like who like you just have to think, why would someone leave a noose around their neck? They at least take that off and then hold it or take a yeah. picture of it and then take it off. It was complete fabricated stuff, but you can't say it these days because, you know, they're going to say, oh, you know, you're racist and it's Black History Month and this and that. But, you know, any, you what, can see that coming from a mile away. Even if, even if like, yeah, okay, so even if these MAGA attackers existed. MAGA attackers. Yeah, I'm, I'm, trying, to, like I'm trying to even make that. I'm trying to even make this shit up just to try yeah. to. Like I'm, I'm, I'm just, I'm reaching. Okay. Bear yeah. with me. Bear with me. YouTube verse. I'm reaching. Um, but even if like, even if these people did exist, they're like, get over here. God damn it. <laughs> like, w like would they, would they show up in Chicago? Would they really show their oh, face yeah. in Chicago? Like, Chicago's like the bluest city in the world. <laughs> come on. You would like the gentrified part of Chicago too. Like, and that's why he's trying to gun. So oh, it's it's the racist police officers ever who didn't believe me or something. I think that's what he's trying to go for. And the police commissioner the police. was black. He won okay. the police not to believe him because he made up such an outlandish, outlandish story so he could go and spin this victim narrative and write a book about it. So he was tired of not making so much money. But, you know, you know they did more research on this guy. And, you know, he was... Uh, yeah, he was found that like years ago he was also lying to police officers when he had like a DUI incident in like 2007, and he only he got like a slap on the wrist for that too. It was like a couple, I think like two years probation or something. Like this is a career criminal that we have here. Yeah. He might not be like a, a gangbanger, but he's a you know serial liar, and mm -hmm. he makes up mm -hmm. stories to can benefit himself, and he doesn't care about others, which is you know he's a, he got DUI. He didn't, he didn't have a license to drive a vehicle, too, and he didn't even get sent to jail. He just got probation. And what's worse is that he does this during Black History Month, which I think is rather deliberate. And that just is, you know. Did you hear, did you it's hear, just what, so wrong. Did you hear what Cardi B? Did you hear what Cardi B said? What was that? No, I hold on. Let me, let me, let me look this okay, up. Okay, let me look yeah, that what's up. Cardi oh. B? Yeah, the, the, what I was saying, though, was that I, you know, you're trying to make black, you know, African Americans look good during this month and highlight their achievements, and you pull this shit. It makes you and the rest of the community look bad. You know, it it, it takes away, you know, the attention away from all the good stuff the African American community's done. Now you're talking about this every day. It's like, you know, this this is the problem. Like people like Jesse Smart are part of the problem, and then the media goes and runs with it for a t you know two weeks here. Just harping on how, oh, he did nothing wrong. Oh, this is hate in America in 2019. Like, that's what I saw with this one CNN uh, girl. I think it's, it's that one that's on during the daytime. Yeah. She's like, oh, this is America in 2019. Oh. Yeah. So, so Cardi B, uh, she went on Instagram, like, on, on this, this last Monday. And uh, after we found out that Jussie staged the whole thing uh said i'm really disappointed in him uh i feel like he fucked up black history month bro yeah. damn and look i i mean it it's true i mean now 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 don't get me wrong cardi b said you know she has like she says some things that i disagree with from time to time 
But uh, the one thing I can respect is, you know, it's it's real. It's real. Like she comes, she she messages authenticity. stuff. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it's real. So um, I, I think he. I think once he messed up, uh, it's like the the it's ama- It's not not that it's amazing, but it's like amazing at the level of people that were just like, you got to be out of your mind. Because you Joe Budden, Joe Budden on his podcast, he was he was like, there's no way in hell you're gonna you're gonna that I'm gonna keep a noose around my neck. Yeah. Like yeah. It the whole thing. It's just like I don't know. I Well it'll be interesting uh, to see is what the cops will charge him with, if at all. Will he get off scot free? You know, is it no. this case of rich people getting away? Or is he actually gonna have to face uh the consequences? No, he made a mockery of Chicago. They're gonna throw the full like police force on. He basically went out and said Chicago's a racist city. You what? Know, he made everyone that well, that's basically what he said. Like that's basically uh, what yeah. his actions did. He was saying, "Oh, this is a racist city. There's racist people in Chicago. The police don't help black people." That's basically oh, by yeah. what he's doing. Like what his actions were trying to go and do. He made them look bad. He took twelve. It was like twelve police investigators for like you know probably like a month each doing this this paperwork. He should he should do time for that. And he had like what like a hundred thousand dollar bail plus like you know taking away his passport. They want they want to get him. You know, he's going to be doing either some time or like, I'm pretty sure he's going to be doing some jail time at least. Yeah. At the very least. And he's not going to have a job after this. He's going to be pretty much, you know, blacklisted probably from the industry because they (laughs) they know that. (laughs) (laughs) Well, see, they're going to like, no one's going to want to work with him because they know that he'll lie to go and make, you know, try to go and get some extra money on him. Like he's no one's going to believe him. Oh yeah, he he. That's the thing here is he thought this was gonna make him big, make him bigger than ever before. No, this just fucked your life up so hard because he didn't even do a good job with it. Like if you're gonna fake a fucking hate crime, do a good job. He hires two Nigerians to do it. I don't know about you, but I don't know many black white supremacists that will yell, "This is MAGA country." Get him out of here, goddammit. Yeah, round him up, round him <laughs> up, goddammit. Send him back to Africa. Like yeah, he was too stupid. Like they, they have police cameras everywhere in Chicago. You see yeah. how much crimes they got, especially in the gentrified parts. What did he think was going to happen? They're going to get a video of it. Yo, did you hear what David Chappelle? Oh said? yeah. <laughs> so um, the uh, um, so the very talented comedian uh, said on one of his sets uh, a- after that that the whole Jesse Smollett situation made him so mad that he wanted to break a dollhouse over the star's head. Now, <laughs> now the, the, for, the for the Hart YouTube, reference. yeah. So for the YouTube verse that uh, doesn't know, uh, Kevin Hart got into some trouble for saying if his son, like something to the tune if of, his son was gay, if his son yeah. was gay, he would break a dollhouse over his head. And so that's why that's what that's what made this so funny, and like, um, I gotta say, I that, that's very quick because because it only happened a couple of days yeah prior to that like I, I got and what's funny too is he's also using the words of a black uh, Jason Powell's a black comedian using the words of a black comedian to shit on a black actor 
Yeah, what I'm saying is the left here is in a catch-22. Which black guy are they going to defend? Are they going to defend the uh, gay black guy the or the two black comedians? You know, I mean, the gay black actor has more victim points in their mind, so they should be theoretically defending him. <laughs> Who's higher on the intersectional ladder here? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I just imagine a pedestal like at the oppression Olympics of Jesse Smollett number one. Then I guess you could put Dave Chappelle number two, and then Kevin Hart three, because he he shit on gay people, so they're not gonna like that with his jokes. Mm. So they're not gonna like that. Uh, but that's funny. That's that was that's actually really clever of Chappelle to use that when you think about it. It's funny. Yeah, it's really funny. Cause yeah, he I yeah, think yeah he used a gay joke from another black comedian. <laughs> this shit on a gay black actor. It don't matter. There's no no holds barred here. Yeah. Oh. But I you know I'm always interested in what's happening in culture. And speaking of this sort of stuff, uh, another cultural figure that's now gonna probably not gonna be much one anymore. R. Kelly. I don't know if you heard about this, but. Recently, he was just indicted and turned himself into Chicago PD on sexual abuse charges of four women, three of which are underaged. And the prosecution is saying that he supposedly greeted uh, one of them a, that was a hairdresser with his pants down and tried to force her to give him oral sex. When she resisted, he ejaculated on her and spit on her. And another one they have is a videotape supposedly showing him having sex with a 14-year-old girl. His mind's telling him no, but his body, <laughs> his body's telling him yes. <laughs> no, I think he, dude, like, and this is, like, crazy because when this whole thing went down, like, this is, like, this, like, especially now with the whole, you know, the Me Too Time's Up movements yeah i think this might do him in because oh yeah i think he's done because he's gotten away with a lot like yeah and these you, videos have been out like, for a while for yeah this i shit. mean you're talking about like decades worth of stuff yeah he's that, done. that that has been kind of out there and you know i think now in this present social uh environment I think, mm. it, yeah, I think we could be seeing he, he's in a bad way. Oh, I mean, it's, it's hard. It's hard. And it's like multiple counts, too, right? Is it like they have four women and they've hit him with a bunch of sexual abuse charges? Oh, yeah. Ooh. Yeah, I think he's going to also get more, too. The judge has now set his uh, bond at a million dollars as of today. I mean, you know. I'm sure R. Kelly has that somewhere. But. Oh, yeah. But I think he's his reputation's destroyed now. This is, you know, a guy that's been, you know, people have been talking about this for a while. Like, this isn't anything new. And it looks really bad. He's done. And what's going to be interesting also to see is he's going to be next. Because there's also videos of other people doing creepy shit that makes people raise their eyebrows. He's a go-getter. He'll be all right. <laughs> okay, are we sick of the R. Kelly references? Okay, <laughs> I don't know oh, any R. Kelly fine. references. All right, <laughs> I you don't listen me. to his music. But I've heard his music's like pretty fucked up too. 
Well, see, this wasn't the first time he got in trouble, though. He got, what, well, didn't R. Kelly get busted for pissing on underage girls, like, back in the early days? Like, yeah. They oh, yeah. On that. No, remember? Like, this, he's repeat offender. Yeah, you, I remember you said that, yeah. but I didn't quite get the reference. Yeah. Yeah, he was pissing on people. Like, how does he get away with Dave doing Chappelle. this twice? Dave Chappelle made a reference on that on the Dave Chappelle show when he made the the r kelly music video it was, it was oh, like right. it, it was called piss it was called piss on you and he was like, oh yeah yeah it was it was wow. funny it was like i i, I still missed it i i'm honestly mm. i still miss the Chappelle show Same. probably one of the funniest shows ever oh yeah it was but funny. have you seen yeah. the race drafts what? yet yeah that one's one of my favorites yeah. <laughs> you're saying well, something now yeah, I think we have a big problem in our society, though, because this is, like, right after they had that big thing with the Harvey Weinstein and then, like, 669 and all these other, like, famous people. And there was that YouTuber who was, like, busted for, uh, what was it, receiving and, you know, recording child pornography, who would go and make a video on on YouTube and post it on there telling girls, like, how to go and uh, twerk, like, underage girls go and twerk their ass. Like, there was some... There was some uh, YouTuber who got like sent to jail recently for that, and it's just it's like more and more people are getting involved with this disgusting. Like, what's happened to society? Like, and it's all these like famous people. They don't know what to do. Like, you know, we had uh, th this big thing on YouTube where they had like years ago. You'd go and see on these Minecraft like big Minecraft videos. You get all these pedophiles in there, mm. and like it's like more and more you see this this stuff becoming in the mainstream. Well, I like, think with Hollywood. It's something that's always been there. It's just finally getting uncovered. Because once Harvey Weinstein got taken down, then all these big ones came out. That's when you had Kevin Spacey get taken down. You had Louis C.K. You had, uh, whew, what else? There were some other big ones I'm forgetting. It was like every well, week was, was just like a new name. Well, who was that guy who made, uh, what was it, Drake and Josh and uh, that other one with Miranda yeah, Cosgrove? Yeah, I know what you're thinking. I, I don't think he ever got busted, but if you ever watch those, like you look back at those, there's all this really weird feet shots in there. Yeah. Like, what's going on with that? Like, how come he hasn't been busted yet? I, I think he got like busted with Miranda Cosgrove, but she was 18 at the time, so nothing got done. Right. But, like, Dude, and it's not even just Hollywood now. It's like everyone, like big YouTubers are now getting busted with kids. It's well, like, and I, I think, think it's just in general, like our society, like with the internet and all, I, I think it's allowed this sort of behavior to prosper. Because back then, if you wanted to be a sick fuck, it was a lot harder to get your stuff done. You know, you, could, you didn't have the internet at your disposal. Nowadays, mm. you could just go and like go into Minecraft comments or Fortnite and you know you can even go into youtube like they, they've had uh, some guy discovered like you know once you click on certain videos on youtube it'll start putting you into like a, a a youtube like time warp and you'll just get these videos popping up on your feed and it's like algorithms that are basically enabling this and the internet you know well i think also a lot of these famous people are the type of people that would do this sort of thing because of the person that goes into what they do you know, these are people that especially actors they're always faking it you know that's why you can never detect it because they're actors they're always faking it and there are also people that i think seek attention seek wealth power and there's nothing you know more of a sick power move than controlling another woman or controlling another person and that's like with Harvey Weinstein, a very powerful guy. And he wants more power, more control over people. 
And one of the ways he does that is through his fucked up perverted shit. And yo, this is definitely something. Things, yeah. What was that? I think it's a number of things. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's a number of factors. Like we like each one's di- different. Like yeah. look at you know, uh, I I not that I condone it, <laughs> but. Like with Harvey Weinstein, you know, you're talking about this rich, this rich, famous, well connected, but kind of ugly dude. Yeah, he's disgusting. You know, he, he has he puts himself in this position to where he can, you know, take advantage of people, and he's gonna do it. I mean, well, because there's because there's a because he because he's basically put himself in this position to where. You know, nobody's gonna say. Nobody's gonna call him out on it. It took it took a long time to, for him. Like, look, look. Apparently, you know, there's a lot of people that had to come forward with this whole situation before it, things started happening. You're talking about years and many women. You know, and this is the people that reported it, right? I'd imagine that there's like for every one that came forward, there's probably a truckload of people that didn't come forward. Um, You know, you know, people, you know, you give, you give people a, uh, you give a shitty person an opportunity to take advantage of people. They're going to fucking take it. Yeah. And like you said, it's multiple factors because we don't live in a one variable world. It's ev- multiple variables no. are causing everything. No. And the other thing is also that there's a culture in Hollywood in the entertainment industry that protects this kind of fucked up behavior. You know, if that shit happened here, you know, at well, that's a bad example <laughs> because no. when it did happen here, Dude, it was yeah. protect. Yeah, it was easy now. Yeah, I know, but. What I'm saying is, like, with normal people, like, let's say in a friend circle, let's say that's a better, that's what I was kind of more thinking of. Mm-hmm. Like, let's say we were in a club and we found out somebody was a pedophile in a club. That shit wouldn't fly. People would rat you out and, you know, kick you out and go after you hard. But even at, you know, college level, in the administration, they cover this shit up. It's always in these, like, you know, places where there's power, you know, where people want more. I think, I think, no, you're talking about shitty people wedging themselves in positions to where they can take advantage of people. Mm -hmm. And it's like, 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 you know, and, and I think we were talking about the Jerry Sandusky situation. You may or may not be made possibly, (laughs) but like, I mean, you know, you got, you got this, you got this shitty person that embedded himself into this culture and created this second mile thing where he you know was quote taking uh taking care of underprivileged child children which yeah. was a cover to you know we found out later was a cover to banging these children well and like yeah and yeah no but but see and then it's like so when the when the story breaks out right these like the president and all these people they had a choice to make and it's like, and it's a tough choice, you know, do I admit this and then I effectively resign because I should have known what was going on Yeah. or do I just tur- look the other way and hope everything kind of just blows over. And, re- and in all honesty, for the long, for like decades, because apparently this dude's been doing it for years, like 
you know, blowing, blowing it over was probably the way to do it up until, you know, well, the, and the other main th- report came out. The, uh, no, the other name I thought was Matt Lauer, which is in the news business, another place where that shit gets covered up. And they're a powerful, um, uh, high, you know, uh, industry and society. I, I don't, I mean, I mean, I, I, I'm not going to comment on the Matt Lauer situation just because I, I don't know enough about that situation. I mean, there's bad. complaints, there's complaints. There was some like, and, and then because our, he had a our, button our, on his desk that would shut the door. So, okay. So I, I recently well, learned, I recently learned this, mm. that there are female executives that actually have that too, because while they're in a meeting, like uh, like like a lot of the times when you're in the production office, mm-hmm. people are coming in and out, right? Because there's a lot of things going on, uh, nonstop. People are going in and out. Hey, what do you think of this? Hey, what do you think of that? Uh, a lot of the times, these product these uh, these heads have this button to lock that door to keep other people from coming in. Uh so that they don't like interrupt a meeting or they don't interrupt an interview or if they're firing somebody, they don't want somebody to just come in and you know, or whatever. Um, so that's like that. Okay. I can understand how that can be misinterpreted, but But, another thing you brought that I want to also mention was how the biggest, uh, I guess you could say sickos are always also the biggest hypocrites. They're always a little bit, you know, the massive male feminists, the massive uh, people, they're like, oh, I respect Wham, and I'm such a good person. That's I a, love Wham. Well, that's and then they're doing this fucked up shit. It's projective behavior. It's like it's it's like it's like the dude. Okay, so 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 we'll translate it into our college language, right? Sure. So you think think of the think of the dude that cheats on his girlfriend, right? Often he's usually the most paranoid dude of her. Oh yeah. Right. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. You know, the dude that's cheating on his girl, he's like, he's the one stalking his girl's phone and like doing all that crazy. Where, where have you been? Yeah. What have you been doing? Yep. When are you getting back? Like, yeah. yeah, no, you're like those type of guys and girls are like that. Always just freak me out. It's like a, it's mm-hmm. a obsessive clinginess. That's just, just, it's just weird. Mm-hmm. I'm like, dude, chill. It's, it's another person. They have their own life. Let them be. You know, people need space. People need time on their own. You want to say something, Alex? Yeah, no, I, I was talking. Like, yeah, I, I did want to go and say something about the, uh, what, what was it like the the pro, the project of these like uh, people out there? Like, I think a lot of people join these like progressive causes because they they feel like they've done something wrong or like you know they have done something wrong and they want to go and atone for it. It's like the sort of pseudo religious behavior. Where they need to go and like they feel like they need to go and atone for their sins, so they yeah. become like a male feminist. But you know, in reality, they're like or, these ultra pedophiles. Like, or they or think all oh, men, or it could be just what? a distraction too. Like, look, like, I, like, I created this life. Look at me, I'm this Democrat. I'm I this big both. donor, and then on the it other side, look at person. me, I'm taking advantage of women on a casting couch yeah no i feel like you definitely you see a lot of people and like it really depends on you know what person joined it you know they might have their own particular ideas like you know harvey weinstein probably saw this as a way to you know especially for being an ugly person to get embedded and you know be needed by someone and be able to get like a bunch of you know young people and then you get other people like jerry sandusky 
you know, they maybe they were in originally involved in there. They feel like, you know, they want to go and help out these kids, but then they get perverted along the way. I don't know the individual stories about this, but like you get like certain people, it's like with priests. Like, I don't think most of these priests come in there like wanting to necessarily, you know, be child molesters, but like, I guess their darker instincts just come out the longer they've been in there. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know the answer to that either. But I like how I just, you, I like how you said that it was these people are kind of atoning for their sins because that's really what it is. They're almost like because that's what religious people tend to do a lot. Is though I always make the joke is that you know, on Friday they'll rip off their stockholders and cheat on their wife, and then uh, on Sunday they'll ask for forgiveness. So they can do it all over again on Monday. Yeah, you know, that's that's how some of these people operate. Well, it's almost their way yeah, of that's just. Not for, I didn't say all. I didn't say all. Hashtag not all. I'm just saying that's how some of these people operate because it's a way of making it seem okay. It's like, oh, I got forgiven. Well, no, you didn't. Your, your actions still have consequences. Well, it's a self-rationalization process. Like they need to go and make it, you know, hey, I might be a completely disgusting human, but look how much little, you know, kids, impoverished kids I'm helping. Or, hey, you know, might be this evil person, but you know hey look i i'm a priest so that's you know that that's how they kind of interpret this and some of them just join to go and get easy access to people too like it's really very different but i think you know you see a lot more of this stuff now because you get a lot of people who have gained like just the internet i think it just kind of escalated things like back in the 50s not only would you not hear about it as much because they didn't have like you know recording systems e like easily accessible like cell phones and Snapchat, but like you know I just don't think there was as many because it was a lot harder. You didn't you didn't have the internet to go and get this stuff. You'd have to get you know like in some sort of secret circle that would go and send you know pictures through the mail or something or like meet up. But now with the internet, you can go into like you know websites and see disgusting stuff. And I think yeah. that extent and that that just makes it so much simpler, like so much easier. And that's why I see so much more common people doing it like it used to be, you know, I mean, there's always disgusting people who would do it. But now it's become like the barrier to entry is so low. Mm. And, you know, people see the work of others and they want to go and do that. But worse, it's like same thing for school shooters, I feel, you know, like you didn't see as much of those back then because you didn't have the Internet and they wouldn't like report on something necessarily you know you won't get the same day and there won't be the 24-hour news cycle and yeah. like today it just gets overshown and they're like hey you know i could do this i could do it even better you know back then you know they'd be like oh no no one really heard of this it's not even that the weapons are you know more deadly now like because in all honesty the weapons have weapons technology in america kind of you know it's kind of stuck in this like world war one era you know mentality like we don't you know, it's like the most we got is like semi-automatic weapons. That that's about it. But like, you know, these school shooters, the weapon, like they, you, you've had Tommy guns since like the twenties, and, mm. and you had stuff like that. You know, we've had semi-automatic weapons since like the nineteen twenties. Oh yeah, you the technology The nineteen fifty, like I mean, yeah, they can do different stuff. Like you know, you can carry the Caesar. It's made out of polymer, but you know, in terms of deadliness or whatever, you know, it kind of peaked. You're only limited to so much of semi-automatic capacity. Sure, you can make it more reliable or more compact or, you know, do this or more accurate. But in all honesty, it's kind of stuck in the 50s. Like we've had, you know, semi-automatic weapons for the consumer market you had, you know, in the 50s or 60s. But right now it's becoming an issue. The guns haven't changed. 
it's something else. And, and I think the internet might have something to do with that. You get these like edgelord websites and I think it like trains people and you get like the, and the same thing with the pedophiles. They get these edgelord websites and they get these groups and, you know, they might get addicted to like, you know, you can go onto the internet and look at porn. It's like, Oh, you know, I like porn. And then, Oh, let, let's see like, like this, like, you know, hot blonde, you, you know, young blonde. Then you get this like barely legal shit and then it starts going down and, into this stuff and once it's barely illegal it's like oh you know what's the difference between this and that and then that's i think that's how these like pedophiles work and it probably gets them a sick thrill and once they've like looked at that shit enough it, it gets you know once you get once you do that it's so it's, you can only do something for so long before you want more and that's like a human like to a certain extent it's a human thing that's but like for these people it's disturbing mm. it's it's not like a human action what they're doing it's like a immoral action it's just the natural evolution. It's like not the, the unnatural evolution and just the perversion. It's how you get stuff like furries today. You wouldn't find that shit before they had the internet. You know, <laughs> that's how it just gets more and more perverted in this, in this cyclical, you know, cycle. Well, speaking of barely legal, um, I just got an ad for Cutco on my Facebook here, and they're nicer. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't resist. Uh, the other, you know, when you mentioned about the furries too. I think that the internet's a big driver of this because the internet's connected more people across the world than ever before. Like, for example, you've had Star Wars conventions back in the 80s and whatnot, but not at a level like today. Also, because there's more movies, there's more you know content out there. But the community is now more connected than ever. People on you know the Star Wars subreddit, on the Star Wars Facebook page, are can now connect all over the world. Whereas back in the day, you would all maybe connect through some letters at most but other than that you'd just be going to conventions and whatnot to you know for the hardcore fans but with furries yeah they're, they might have been out there before i mean i don't know the history of furries <laughs> I have to check that one up but the internet has been great to me i've been joining an i i was a part of an online star wars community <laughs> and it's been the best thing for me ever well incel phil has just joined the uh podcast now <laughs> Well, see, uh, this is how you get these like just strange society, like just strange like perversions and stuff. It's not even just furries. Like, you know, I bet they didn't have these like these Kleenex queens or whatever they call it, where they put like a little towel what? over their chest and they spray it with like a squirt bottle. Like, I, I, I saw some weird. I, I I accidentally stumbled upon that area when I was like sixteen. I was like, well, I don't like this. Yeah, you know, how is this? You know, something interesting. You get all these things because of the internet. When you were alone, you might be the only person who likes, I don't know, butts in, in the town. You know, just, you know, not, not actually, but like, you know, it just grows when, you know, there was only, you might only be 1% of the population of like, you know, the general area, but 1% of the entire world's like a bajillion people. Mm. So that's how it goes. And then they start showing other people stuff and then they get their friends involved with it. And then it just keeps growing and growing. And that's why we like today, you know, that's why anime is popular. You think back in the in the eighties, like that stuff was popular at all? No, because no one would, you know, subtitle them. It was all in Japanese. Right. You'd have to be like a Japanese, like you know, language learner to really see language that shit, unless learner. it was like, <laughs> unless it was a super popular one that they brought over here. But like nowadays, you can find like simulcasts, and you get all this, you know, strange anime too, where with like the incest and stuff, and, and that's how that became a thing, you know to the internet it just it's, it creates and intensifies ostracized communities like just small bits of people like you know you all probably know someone who like cartoons like ed and eddie as a kid but you know then you get people who like the, the my little ponies these days or like the 
you know, the Naruto porn or whatever the youngins are watching. You're like the Minecraft. Like the weird, Minecraft porn. That's, that's like the weirdest shit. The the anime porn, whatever yeah. it is. That is the weirdest. That's weird shit. That is the weirdest shit ever. Like, well, speak. Well, Adolski and I were watching that anime. Hey, I gotta cancel that shit again. <laughs> yeah, we need to. We need to catch up on that. That fucking Goblin Slayer. Like that has some weird shit in it. The first episode. I won't spoil it because if you want to get your, you know, shock your ass off. Holy fucking shit. What goes on in that first episode is hard X-rated content. It's weird. Just weird. Yeah, there's a disturbing scene in there. <laughs> Not for the youngins, but... No, like, it's just gotten so much worse. Like, you know, back in the day, they had, like... Like, anime was based off of Mickey Mouse. Like, that's what the Japanese saw, and they wanted to replicate it. How'd it go from, like, you know, cute, wholesome family values to, like, incest? How's yeah. that become... Like, it's not even a joke. They literally have a genre of anime that's dedicated to that. Yeah. You don't have that with our, you know, American animation. Oh, yes. we Well, not our animation, but you have, like, Game of Thrones. Okay, but Game of Thrones is different because it's set in medieval times. Oh, it's real life. That's that's so much better when you have real real people engaging. Have you ever seen the porno remake called Game of Thrones? (laughs) 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 No, don't. uh, You know, I, I don't think they're the same thing, Alex, because... Game of Thrones is set in a time where incest was a thing, and they're showing because that's what happened at the time. But in this Dude, anime, it does happen in Japan. What are you talking about? It's a, there's like a nation of incels, from what I understand. Incels. Like they, they have like one. There's like over a million people in Japan <laughs> who go and sit in their like parents' basements or whatever they have private, like a their room, and they go and watch anime nonstop. Do and you fantasize. Do you watch anime um, in Phil? I'm offended by the word incel. The correct, <laughs> the correct term, I think, is relationship challenge. It's a bit of a difference. Is it? Indeed. Of course. <laughs> well, I, I see. Hmm. I was. I, well, what, what was my status before what happened to me? I, I don't know if I'd call it really, what, what was that? Ball cell. <laughs> I knew you were gonna say that, but not um, you're like a semi-vol cell. A semi-vol cell. Did you, did you okay. invest in any premium Snapchats? No, I didn't. Oh I, don't dive in, I don't dive well, into that degeneracy. I would fucking audit those. Well, see, that's another problem too that the internet caused. Do you think that, like, you know, we have these quote-unquote sex workers are like pretty much everywhere, especially in like you know college. Like anyone who's 18 and has a camera can become a quote-unquote sex worker now. Yeah. Like anyone has a cell phone, and and then it's like. What what have we done? You know, how have we got to this point where, you know, back 50 years ago, you know, if you had sex before marriage, maybe not 50 years ago, but like back in the 50s, if you had sex before marriage, you know, that was, uh, you know, that was pretty bad. But nowadays, if you don't have sex before marriage, you're considered a, uh, you know, like a, like a square. Like that's like, you, you're like a, a bad person. Well, like thoughts, it's so, mm. thoughts have evolved to become even more degenerate. And, I mean, like, at least thoughts in the 50s were somewhat classy. Like, Mer- would, would you consider Marilyn Monroe a thought? Yes. Okay. I would, too. You know, she did the Playboy shit, but she dressed nice. She you know, <laughs> did nice makeup. Thoughts these days, you know, that I see walking around this weekend are fucking disgusting. They wear these skimpy clothes with, like, rips in them that look like they bought at Party City on the fucking discount rack. 
and they trounce around looking for guys that these sleazy like frat boys that are nothing to you know brag home about and they act like this is you know they do this every weekend they get fucked by these sort of you know disgusting people and they act like this is a good lifestyle this is healthy for society and look see this is sounding like incel talk right there (laughs) i'm not an incel but (laughs) what i'm saying is i tend to disagree oh the more the more premium snapchats that are out there the better (laughs) it's simple economics (laughs) Oh, the more like, like, the more premium Snapchats that are out there, the cheaper it's going to be for people like me. Mm. Like who who buys that shit? Like really, who buys premium Snapchats? That's the most stupidest shit. Yeah. Like it's it's not the serious people would like buy Playboys anymore. It's like, dude, you got your fucking phone. Yeah, you got what's, your porn. What's wrong free. with premium Snapchats? Well, it's so. Mm. You know, you can go off. I can sense you can, you're angry. You can buy it for free. You can get it for free off the internet. Just go and, like, look up half these people. And, you know, you just need to have one person to buy it. And then you go and see the, the bits. And it's like, oh, okay. Like, once you see them, it's like, oh, I can, you know, use my mind's eye at that point unless you have no imagination. Well, sometimes like, Pornhub just doesn't do it for me. Sometimes <laughs> I need a little bit more. You need a more intimate relationship. There's more of an interpersonal relationship. Maybe, sort you, should, of. maybe you should just get a girlfriend then. Like just a, go on to the dating you know, website. Have you just, seen me? Go on a dating website, go on a Tinder. I'm not, and be exactly, like, oh, hey. I'm not exactly the kind of person that really people go for. Really? Maybe you should change that. It's, I can't afford like, the plastic surgery to be able to pull that kind of thing off. Like, seriously, like, what was it? The the, the preacher says, like, it's easier to get <laughs> the, the, you know, the, well, yeah. I know I you're talking know. about Gary. Yeah, he he says easier to get like uh, you know sex than to get uh, a real orange juice on campus. Like you know, it's, it's probably pretty true. Like you know, that's thanks to the internet. Do you think it was? I mean, back then that's why it was hard. Like it was a, it was a you know if you're in the fifties and you were like getting multiple like you know girls, that was a hard thing to do back then. Yeah, it was hard being a Chad back then. It was an accomplishment, especially before they had the birth control pill. Yeah, because now you're playing with fire. But mm. nowadays it's like. You know, it, it, it's 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 not enough for some people. And that's why I think you get more of these perversions because they've already, you know, conquered, you know, this like, oh, so like, you know, for most of human history, it's a very hard thing to get. You know, most like well, a lot of men didn't get it. Yeah. But but also, you know, we're living in a world where sex is devalued more than ever. And that's where I was going on my rant there was because I, you know, look, I think I'm not this fucking trad Catholic that goes saying, hey, no sex before marriage. You can only do it for one man. It must be on your wedding night. Like, fuck that shit. You're young. The hormones are on high octane. Get laid. Get it out of your system. But do it safely. Don't be a dumbass. Don't just start fucking some thought in the bottom of a frat house while she's drunk. You know, you just do it with class and build a relationship with somebody because you're devaluing sex which you know, it doesn't make it as an intimate experience. You don't. Ha- it doesn't have any meaning behind it. It's just something all oh, you do, and then when you actually want to, you know, have a kid one day, you might not be as interested. You might just want to keep doing regular sex, you know, with you know protection and all that, and not actually have a kid. You and and you're also devaluing the. Uh, I I don't want to sound so fucking like feministy, but you kind of are devaluing women as just this. Oh, this 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 uh person I find on the, in the bottom of the frat house on weekends to make myself feel good. You're not really, you're not giving anything back. You're not giving them a relationship. It's fake. It's not. 
it's i'd have to think about this some more because it's you're it, chasing dopamine yeah you're it's chasing like, dopamine it's, like it's selfish chasing the dragon but instead of you know heroin <laughs> you're chasing dopamine hits oh that's all you're doing it's like and that's why it's so popular with our generation because now they got snapchat you got like the cell phone yeah that's all that stuff like dopamine. the cell phone games they should, it's just shitty dopamine hits it's like a drug it is and that's a, no, it is what a sex drug. has become. Yeah, yeah it is. It, that's what sex has become like these days. It's just like, you know, boom, you can do it. Sex is a drug and now. I like that. Oh, wait, I don't I mean, it's like always it, been... but I'm saying it's a good way to put it. I'm not going to lie, though. There are certain porn titles that are just absolutely freaking hilarious. <laughs> look, look, oh, like hey. Stealing whores. No, no, like clear and, ple- clear and pleasant stranger. That's a, that's a good one. I like <laughs> that pulp one. Or Friction. Pulp Friction, yeah, yeah, that's a good one. I didn't look that up, by the way, guys. Phil what about, that to look me. here, everybody does Raymond. Come on, come on, that's funny. That's funny. Everybody does Raymond. Speaking of dopamine hits, I am about to finish my Frappuccino here, and this will be the first ever Coffee that I've actually finished. Hey, I gave, oh yeah, I finished. Right. I didn't finish that one. It, I kind of had some left over, but this one I'm actually gonna—it's gonna be my first coffee that I actually finish. So, and it's the first one I genuinely like. I don't like have to force it down. What's happening? Well, to see, me? that's because you don't drink alcohol. Once you start drinking alcohol, you can drink anything. It's done. It's gone. No, I'm never gonna drink alcohol. Fuck that shit. Bad drug. This it's is coffee is a caffeine. good drug. No, mm-hmm. coffee caffeine is a good drug. If in mod and get in moderate, like, okay, some people can get addicted to it, and then they get withdrawals, like any drug. But at least coffee makes you productive. Alcohol makes you act like a dumbass or a asshole. Both things are not productive. This is productive. Now I know people are gonna say, oh, but you need escapism. In my life, I have enough escapism. I have movies, TV. It's escapism that you know I can kind of get away from life. But also, I learned something. I have something to appreciate. It's art. It's you know. It's something that makes me happy. I mean, I, I you know, I, I think people generally are seeking pleasure in everything they do. And alcohol is most of the time when people drink a lot is because they don't have a lot of happiness in life. They don't have a lot of pleasure. So they're seeking alcohol to sort of, you know, refill that. I refill, you know, enough stuff. But these people, you know, do movies, TV, uh, plays, whatever, music, and then alcohol. I, I don't need it. I, sure, I but, don't but want. We, it. I don't we want to talked take that about risk. this. We put. We talked about this the other week. There's a. There's a. You know. There's a pleasure suffering balance that we're always ba- looking yeah. to achieve. You yeah. know. And uh, and you're always gonna find that balance is always gonna be achieved. Like the more, like the more, um, the more pleasuresome stuff you try to seek, the less pleasuresome they act they become over time that's your that's your body naturally looking to even that balance out um you know it and that alcohol is kind of that's kind of like that like you know like alcohol or drugs or anything like that like when you take that drug the first time that's a high you're never going to achieve again because that's your balance. Like your, your body is just naturally going to go back to that balance. So you're going to need to take more of that particular drug to take that, get that similar get that effect again or right, more. Right. Yeah. So, eh. yeah, I, I'm just, I, I always bring this up with people. Cause I think people don't think of it the way I'm describing it. And it's a bit of self-reflection. I think more people need. In other words, I think you should, if you're lacking happiness in life, don't turn to alcohol for it. 
turn to making yourself a better person or doing other things. Like, for example... It's not, it's not just alcohol, though. There's so many things you can do that will screw you up. Like, see, people I with video games. Yeah, like, exactly. If you turn to video games, if you turn to, you know, just jacking off. <laughs> like, I know a lot of people with masturbation addictions, and it's a real thing. Masturbation addiction, Like, yeah. literally, that is just, that is just like, basically snorting dopamine from your dick. That's basically <laughs> what it is. I don't see the problem in playing Dungeons and Dragons for days on end. Well, mm. you know, do you have a job? You know, do you have you know an income? Do you have a girlfriend? Or are you just, you know? Well, of course I have a job. I'm level 43 on Dungeons & Dragons. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> well, how are you going to pay for the DLC? That's what, par DLC That's what parents are for. What are you <laughs> yeah. talking about? What was that? We don't have DLC in Dungeons and Dragons. I don't know. It was, it was uh, wait. There's a Dungeons and Dragons like card game and the video game. Wait, you would have both. No, it's not you a card both. game. It's, it's a tabletop game. You make. Oh, I'm sorry. I offended you. <laughs> I'm kidding. Uh, no, I know. I'm such a normie. <laughs> Jesus, for being an incel so long, I don't know how you don't know about Dungeons and like anything. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a fucking incel. <laughs> But no, it's like, you know, like, I never even really played a full game of Dungeons and Dragons. Like, Me neither, because I'm not an incel. <laughs> it's, it's, like, see, I can understand that because basically it's like Skyrim, but, like, <laughs> you do it you do it with your mind. You don't have fancy really? graphics. <laughs> you do that shit on paper. It's like OG Elder Scrolls, but, like, for nerds. <laughs> no, we saw people when we were coming here play that sort of yep, shit. Yep. They had Magic the Gathering and uh, fucking... Well, Magic the Gathering is stupid because that is the original... Like DLC, like, there's no point to it. No, it's yeah. just DLC, the the game. That's where the DLC probably got their idea from, because it's basically loot boxes. Every time you buy a booster pack, it's like, ooh, will I get like just some useless, you know, Bob the monster card, or will I get the, you know, Exodia the Forbidden? Well, I mean, that's obviously Yu-Gi-Oh, but still, because I, I when I was like a little kid, I liked to collect the cards because they look cool. But that was about it. My brother played it a lot more than I did. I didn't even know the actual rules for it. Like. Mm. Yeah, Stupid. and you always have to get, like, extra cards, so, like, it is literal DLC. It's gambling. It's, <laughs> like, see, there's so much gambling in this world that you don't think is gambling. Oh, yeah, Not even no. joking. Yeah, you're like, right. Like, I was, I was at the mall today, uh -oh. and I was Story looking time. at them. And they had, like, one of those, like, stupid claw, like, it wasn't claw machine games, it was something with a key, but it was basically the same idea. Right. They're all kind of gambling, because there's a prize in there, you're probably not going to get it, yeah. and it's, like, complete, like, they say it's a game of skill, but that's BS, it's it's a game of chance. Like, they yeah. all have it rigged so that a certain portion will, will win, but they don't get charged the taxes and the regulations that gambling does. Why not? Mm. You know, look, look at Chuck E. Cheese. Look at any arcade that has those stupid, like, claw games or you put the little, you know, quarter in there and you, like, try to go and launch into something. Those are all forms of gambling, but they're not regulated as such. And they want to go make a big deal that, like, loot boxes and video games are gambling, but at least with those, you don't actually have to pay to play them. You know, these ones, you have to go and pay real money to go and probably not win anything. You know, you might go and win, like, a little ticket, but that's about it. Yeah, I know what you mean. Um, oh, look at carnivals. They have those stupid games. Like, uh, like, it's everywhere, and these kids are, it's been going on for years. They want to make such a big deal about, you know, Call of Duty or, or Minecraft skins or whatever the kids are playing, or Fortnite skins. It's so stupid. Yeah. Like, I don't know why they care so much about gambling, to be honest. 
Like, if you're addicted to gambling, that's one of the stupidest addictions you can have. They well, call that stupid tax. <laughs> yeah. Well, the thing with gambling is that there are a lot... Like, look at Las Vegas. People go there, and they, you know, they, they just bankrupt themselves through gambling. It's... I don't know. Like, it's a weird type of addiction because it's not like alcohol or drugs or, you know, those sort of substances that can alter your mind. It's something that you just i don't want to say naturally get maybe it is natural addiction it's it's just weird it's, i think it's the thrill of possibly winning something mm. yeah uh, yeah you're so I close mean, we'll to see. We'll see like what do you get from buying a lottery ticket you know 9 out of 10 times you won't get any money but you get the you get the thought of making money that's what you get from mm. that shit it's the idea that you could be you know like poor people, like they just dream of what they'll do when they get rich and rich people, they don't, you know, they're already rich. They don't think about that. Like people who, you know, will become rich one day, they don't spend days. Like I know poor, like, you know, when I was a kid, you know, I used to think of that by new friends who just going to spend hours like, you know, oh, I get a million dollars. The first thing I'm going to do is this and that they construct this fantasy escapist world where they're rich because of a stupid ticket they spent like $2 on or whatever it is. And they never get it and they never will. You know, a one in a million people will get it, but you know, half the time. And then when they do get it, they still end up being dirt poor anyways. After like five years, the bankruptcy rate's like eighty percent. Mm-hmm. I don't mind yeah, old. I, pe- I don't mind old people playing like the lottery or gambling or whatever. It's like, look, you're trying. You're you look. You're at your last legs. You're trying to get that old. That trying to get that last zing in there. Like, uh, yeah, you, know? you can't get up Ooh, anymore. My, so. Uh, what are you gonna do? My dick what doesn't work. Do? I uh. <laughs> You're saying the same thing. My my dick doesn't work. My prostate is the size of a basketball, and I can't pee right. <laughs> so I'll take the fucking lottery ticket. <laughs> what what are they gonna do even if they do get the money? It's like, well, I could buy a car, but I can't drive it because I'm too old. I'll well, buy, I could buy more lottery house. tickets. I'll buy a huge house, and I I can't really do anything with it because I need my mobility scooter. Or I have to go and use a walker around it. It's like, what the hell are you going to do? Give it to your grandkids? Well, speaking of old people, uh, not to deviate so much from our interesting side conversations, but um, the uh, old and decrepit Bernie Sanders has crawled out of his retirement home and has decided he wants to run again in 2020. Yes! <laughs> Woohoo! You said you're, you're yes! down with Bernie running, Phil? I am freaking ecstatic that Bernie is running. <laughs> I am ecstatic beyond measure. And do you know why? Why? It guarantees that Donald Trump will win in the next mm. election. Oh, my God. Yeah, it's it's going to divide the party up. Yeah. Like, that's all. Look, you're, you're seeing how you're, you're seeing how bad these progressives are completely ruining the Democratic Party. And like. I mean, I, I, when I, when I grew up, I was like, you know, when I was younger, I considered myself kind of like a classical liberal all about like, I was more about, you know, you know, I was about free speech, free love, you know, uh, questioning everything. But like, um, but this, like this progressive stuff right here, we, we've gone off the deep end. Holy Lord. Um, I mean, look, look, take, take the Mar- Mar- Martina Navratilova story, right? 
Look, these people are these these progressives are eating their own. That that you have Martina Navratilova, basically, she uh, she's one of the LGBT icons of our time, right? Tennis great, came out in the eighties, um, like did all sorts of wonderful charity work, right? Lots of activism, lots of charity. She says some stuff about transgender athletes and they chuck her out of the group. They ostracize her. And I'm like, wow, this is incredible. Like, and, and, and not that she did. And she did. She has a point. She has a legitimate point. She was basically, she was basically saying how male athletes that go into female, um, that go into female sports, right? Uh, and they dominate the area, right? It, it's not fair. It's not fair. Like, yeah, imagine, imagine being a female athlete and you've worked your entire life to be this great female athlete. Like, pick a sport, any sport, right? You work there in your entire life, right? You've built something, you've, uh, and you've you've worked eight trained 18 hour days and you've dieted for like 18 years and you work and all of a sudden you just lose because some dude flips and wins you know wins everything the first year they're involved and like you're telling me that's a fair that you tell me that's a fair shake you're telling me you're gonna you're gonna call somebody a, a homophobic for even questioning the fairness of something like that like come on what was the, what was the name what was the name of that MMA fighter that was like oh i forget um i have terrible memory oh uh, yeah I, I i have terrible memory too but there was like I know a this now. <laughs> back in 2015 like 2015 there was a there was a transgender like ufc fighter was beating the shit out of women i mean she was beating them so bad she should have been sent to jail like <laughs> i mean it was bad oh, like, yeah. and, and like it's not fair like oh i, I got and really the thing is, is what up. you're saying is not controversial like, this is objectively true and i i've wondered if the the left has been pro trannies in sport because they down in the bottom of their hearts know that the trannies when they go into women's sports and they're basically men will beat the shit out of women and they're Fallon fine fox with that. is her name Fallon Fox. She yeah. look, look look go Hey, it look her up sometime. Shit, that's a ripped that is a ripped dude looking She's dude. She's dude. It's like like yeah. You look at you look at the feet like like come on. And you're gonna put you're gonna put her up against this female. Hell yeah, she's gonna knock her out, bust her freaking eyes all up, and like and people are thinking, oh, that's okay. Girl power. Right? No, that's not. It's bullshit. <laughs> but like I was saying, I think it's because they, you know, the left is going to eat their own here because they they, would, they want the trannies to win and be like, oh, look at this. They set a world record. This is empowering. This is amazing. But they, they, they allow because they know that's what will happen. That's what I'm saying. They'll be fine with it. They, they were fine with these trannies beating the shit out of women in wrestling and boxing because they go oh 
Tranny's going to do really well, and it's going to look good for the trans community. Oh, this victim is going to look really good now. You know, because that's how the left views, like, they view victims, and they want these victims to achieve some sort of status that they can become a trophy of their uh, movement. Like, look at this one. Look at how great they are. When, in the, when they really, I think some of them don't give a shit. But I think it's, you know, especially with what's funny with that case is that uh, the tennis player, uh, Martina... Uh, Napertilova, yeah. Thank you. <laughs> I wasn't going to try to pronounce it. Uh, yeah, she's a lesbian, married to a woman. But she got kicked off the LGBT board because she said something that's perfectly reasonable. Yeah. And shows their hierarchy of, up. Oh, trainees are a little bit more important in our mind than a uh, lesbian. So, bye-bye. Do you have some that to this, Alex? Oh, man, see, like, I think you should get, like, they should have a debate between an actual, uh, like, a gender studies professor and then like someone who's actually like a, a, a scientist or like a medical uh, doctor who knows the actual differences between a trans woman and a actual woman and just have like the most epic debate at university like mm-hmm. that that's something that you that should be done you know no one's i've never seen anyone actually like do this like you know find the best gender studies professor or like you know doctor of whatever and just have them have a real debate about this with an actual scientist and watch them get blown out get like some chinese scientists because like you know they're very logical and they're not white so they couldn't go and say oh they couldn't go and throw the racism shit on them or like Mm. the you know you're super evil like just to go and watch that debate you know they wouldn't be able to recover they'd be so blown out and they couldn't say anything about it or else they'd appear to be you know race you had to get like a white like you know social justice professor to do it too because they'd be higher on the uh curiarchy stack or whatever it's called with the show with the social justice i think that's a yeah. debate worth having you need to make it happen boy <laughs> oh we can make a lot of things happen uh like get that done like dude you know you know how how based like and logical some of these like you know chinese students are they they don't give a shit they don't care about like you know what they call a white liberalism or the white left that's the chinese word for it mm. like you know all this gender politics stuff they they just care about the facts and when you go and see the facts of this matter happen you, there's no defending you know why a um, a person who is a man for more years of his life than he was a woman like once you have puberty you know you've already crossed the rubicon so to speak you're gonna you know you're gonna have man muscles and man bone structure no matter what like what you do with the gender reassignment you don't go and remake the bone structure of like a human like you might do like a little bit of facial structure Mm -hmm. just like the very very like you know maybe like top like you know one percent to two percent might be changed but the other 99 percent of the you know musculoskeletal structure and whatnot is going to be the same way it was when you know you were uh, you know a man and so when you go and get into the boxing arena, you're fighting a man. And that's right. not yeah. fair for females. Fox, her last fight. <laughs> In her last fight. Let's go through this right here. Yeah, let's look at the facts. Knocked, knocked her out in the first round. Two minutes, 17 seconds in the first damn round. Gave uh, to Tamika Brents, right? Uh, she suffered a concussion, an orbital bro- bone fracture, and seven staples to the Ooh, fucking head. Jesus right? Christ. Are you kidding me? In two minutes, you did all that shit, and somehow, from from the most, she suffered this beating from the most beastly looking 
person ever to go into the women's division and you're 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 telling me that that's okay like you're not you you're not going to want to have a conversation about that like get get the fuck out of here yeah well what i always get annoyed with and this is very prevalent to transgender debates is the left literally does not want to have the conversation about us at all period it's all you gotta accept them period they gotta be in everything period they gotta be in your bathrooms period they gotta be in your sports period whoa 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 let's hold the fuck back here this isn't like gay people. This isn't like women or any of these other groups have had to fight to get their rights or get their place aside, whatever. Transgenderism is different because you're changing your body while also not at the same time. Like, like this. Yes, you now have long hair and you wear a dress, but some of them still got a fucking penis. Some of them still have a lot of testosterone in them. They have bigger bones, stronger bones. They have bigger and stronger muscles that's the way men are built i'm sorry it's just it is literally just fact it is reality are you but, telling me and, and and look are you telling me <laughs> right look picture this get married you get married and you have a daughter right yeah five-year-old daughter let's just say you go to a target the mother takes mother takes child to a target right and she's trying on and they're and they're trying to you know uh do their bathroom business and there's a dude that comes in, you know, use use scrubbing his old ass balls in the fucking sink. <laughs> you're 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 telling, and, and it, obviously these fucking women are going to be traumatized because they've just seen some old dude fucking <laughs> right next to him in the scrubbing fucking bathroom. Oh, don't worry, I identify as a woman. <laughs> Let me scrub my balls in peace. Yeah. No, that's fucking terrifying. That's terrifying. Well, that's why. Is that, and, and it's like, okay, so sorry, sorry to cut you no, off. No, it's okay. It's like the, the and it's, and it's not like, it's not like I'm against people wanting to be another gender. Like, if you want to, yeah. if you want to be another gender, go for yeah, it. Yeah, sure. Go out there, be I somebody, agree. whatever. Do what you want. But, life. but there's no fucking way you're going to tell me that. We're, we have to sit here and at least not have a conversation about some big fucking human being <laughs> mowing down <laughs> women in the in the UFC and somehow that's okay. Well, like, this, this is what always gets me is what is wrong with having a conversation? Why is the left so scared of it? I, is it be, do they think they're going to lose? Or more are they, often than not, logic's not on their side. Honestly, I'm I'm just gonna call it like it is. Logic is not on their side. Like, yo, you you you're telling me like like, and and here's what I'm saying: the progressive is has turned into this vicious monster demon that's like burn that's like eating everything that even remotely disagrees with them. Yeah, like even remotely, and we've seen liberals that have been liberals most of their life and they say one thing that goes against the crazy progressive agenda and it's like i give you fire like no ricky gervais right i love ricky. right I love right ricky. one of the yeah but but he's he he's like a, he he identifies as a liberal yeah he identifies as you know yeah. as, as fairly progressive he says some shit and they they, they blast him, him. They blast him. Yeah, like, they burn him at the, the stake. Like, like, but, but you know what? Yeah. But you know what? 
I'm glad they're doing it. Oh, yeah. I'm glad they're doing it. And I'll tell you what, if if conservatives have any fucking brain cells to them, they 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 embrace everyone that ostracized by the fucking progressive left everyone like you 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 know because i'm sorry uh the, the 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 acceptance and the tolerance from what i'm seeing maybe i'm wrong but this tall the tolerance that i'm seeing is coming from coming from the right it's coming from the right oh yeah the right is a thousand and you, you know used to be in the 90s all the religious right that hates gays and uh, you know, hates all these other things and is touchy and wants to censor things to offend them. It's totally flipped now. The left is the one that shuts down, you know, Milo Yiannopoulos, a gay man that's you know, has a black husband because they don't like his opinions on, you know, capitalism and free speech. They shut down all these speeches. They shut down people. They call jokes racist and sexist. They are the no fun side now. We on the right it's are the fun side. And that's why we are winning the culture war. And you're seeing backlash against a lot of these things recently. And what I think is also more interesting is how you have, you know, uh, this younger generation coming up that's more a rebellious punk rock generation against the millennials. And they're rebellious in the sense of not being hippies or anything, but being MAGA hat wearers. You know, by wearing a Trump hat, that's the coolest thing you can do now. That's the the uh, edgiest thing you can do is wear a MAGA hat in a gender studies class. And let's let's just let, let's go back to uh, let's go back to Bernie here. Like, <laughs> yeah, how do we go off yeah. that train? Let's go back. <laughs> well, no, this is good. This has been great oh, conversation. Oh, yeah, it is. But let's go back to here. let's go back to Bernie. Sure. Call it, you know this socialist. Um, so we talk about progressiveness, and we talk about progressives eating each other. And here you have a progressive, and he's the. He's running for president again. And we're seeing uh, in world history, we've seen socialism fail in every facet of world history. Like you look every facet of world history, socialism has failed utterly fucking miserably. And so and then you and then you see AOC right the day like like the month she takes over right her her little district whatever the fuck it is she already fucks up an amazon deal that brings billions billions of fucking dollars uh thousands of workers we're already seeing socialism fuck shit up here, right? We're already seeing it. It was just like a month or two into this bullshit. And we're already fucking seeing it. You want more of that? You really you you want more of that? Go ahead. Vote vote for Bernie if you want more of that. No, I'll I'll stick to I'll stick to what's been working for the last couple of hundred years. <laughs> You know, I was going to transition into the rant segment, but I think you did that for us, though, yeah. <laughs> with the rant on Amazon here and socialism. Uh, yeah, we're going to start a new segment, especially when we get the actual radio show back up and running, but we're going to test it out here of doing rants that are hopefully fun, informative, passionate, and have, bring a little sparkle in your life and find a bit of relatability. We're looking for that nice sparkle. 
<laughs> yeah, we are. Uh, so I just want to give enough time for that today. And hope before I don't run out of battery life, but we're looking fine. That we're looking fine. We're looking fine. Just, right. just, just. Right. <laughs> I saw you like look up, like, uh oh. <laughs> Phil is uh very concerned about the um production of the podcast, which I mm-hmm. love seeing. Do you have a rant you want to start us off with, Alex, or have you not thought of one yet? If not, I have one. I've ready in the chamber. No, I mean I kind of went off of on a uh, rant about the uh, pedophiles, but um. <laughs> No, I, I think in general, though, like one thing I've I've noticed with like our generation is that a lot of people, they're just like, I think I, I do think that like that dopamine stuff is becoming an issue. Like, what are we going to do? Like, you know, have, have you noticed Have you ever like gone to try to read a full length book anymore? And you just realize that you can't do it because it's too like you're too long sitting down. Like we've gotten so addicted to this like now culture of today where you can't just go and like, you know, stay still for so long. It's like we, I think that's why ADHD is on the rise. It's because we have so much information and shit at our fingertips. And I think that's going to be a major problem. Like everyone wants shit done now, now, now we have like Amazon. I can get food, like shit delivered to you from like, you know, stuff that would be back in the day, like, you know, impossible. Like, well, I want to get this, like, you know, some Japanese train set that they only made a handful of back in the 50s. Oh, I can find that on eBay. I can find that on Amazon. You know, it's like we have become so, so like, just, it's like a weird situation, you know? It's it's something that the world has never seen before, where we have just so much of this power, and that's thanks to like just uh, the internet more more important like internet you know 2.0 or 3.0 as it is and while this is all happening you know the world the world just hasn't been like able to go and cope with it you know, like look at look at like the truck drivers now it's like you know there's becoming less and less of them because it's a shit job and they know they're not going to be able to do this for the next 40 years so how the hell we can get the stuff to our house you know mm. if you think about that stuff like i, I don't know what what's gonna come of that like our just our just generations just having such a low attention span. Like how, like that's probably why kids are being so screwed up because these parents, they they probably can't go and stand to go and like watch them anymore. Well, you know, I, this is what I see with parents all the time is what they do now. Like if you're at a park or something, let's say you're at a park with your kids, you got them, and you sit down on the bench. What I see the parents do is they throw their kid their iPhone, they throw their kid their iPad. They don't go and play with them. They don't go and interact with them. They just give them something to keep them busy and to keep them off their backs. Now, look, I get it. Parenting is hard. It's probably one of the hardest jobs in the world. It's a very t- time-consuming. It's very, you know, uh, uh, sucks you of energy. So I understand when there's going to be a times where you just got to go, oh, I need a break. I get that. But you can't be doing this all the time. And that's what I keep seeing with parents is that their go-to to make their kids happy is to throw them a screen, throw them an iPad, throw them an iPhone. It's, it's, again, irresponsible parents that are fucking their kids up and fucking themselves up by being a fuck up, <laughs> if that's enough oh, well. fucks to make sense there. But it's human interaction is dying. And even though we are more connected than ever, we also are not at the same time, which is depressing. And again, I hate when people blame the technology. I know you're not doing that, Alex, but... Well, no, it's, no, it's no. What pisses I, me off? I'm blaming you know? people that are irresponsible. Well, no, what pisses me off is you'll go into, like, you know, a fancy-ass restaurant, and then what are people doing? They're sitting yes. next to each other on their freaking cell phones. Yes. And, like, you know, they paid, like, you know, going to Ruth Chris, and they're just texting on their damn cell phones. They take a little selfie of the steak that they're eating. 
It probably, you know, that'll take time. And it's just like, what the hell's the point? Why go and like talk to people? Why go out and do shit? If all you're going to do is like, you know, stare at a freaking phone, stare at the, uh, you know, click on, click on the dopamine button over here. Ooh, I can show some of my friends on Facebook. I might get a like, I might get 10 likes. Ooh, someone might go and send me a, <laughs> like a thank you comment. Yeah. Like that's, that's the hottest shit they have these days. Like our I generation agree. just, so I totally boring. agree with you. Alex. Yep, if, 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 uh, unless you're at a fucking restaurant that has Michelin stars, put your fucking phone away, <laughs> eat your food, you know, enjoy the atmosphere. Yeah. Take it in. Interact with people, it, real people. Yeah. It's fucking wonderful. Well, it's like even when we were eating dinner today, the only time we brought our phones out was to show each other stuff or to yeah. look something up. Yeah. We use it as a tool rather than a crutch. Yeah. And that's what people are doing. It's like, oh, it's awkward now. Phone. And I just, even when I'm with other friends and I see them, we sit down like, oh, we haven't talked in a while. I get to talk to so-and-so. This is cool. You know? We sit down. What's the first thing they fucking do? Pull out their phones. And I it li- I literally want to take it. I didn't even it. tell you this. I went out on a date a couple of weeks like, ago. Oh, oh. And this chick. And this chick. No, no, no. I mean, I go out on dates all the time. But, like, but <laughs> I knew that. <laughs> yeah. But Play this boy. chick. This chick. Yeah. Was on Tinder. At the table. What? While we were eating. <laughs> like. Fucking patrol that thought. Yeah. I, I, like, I was like. I would have no. just like left right before you paid yeah, the check. No. And just That's like, exactly what? what the fuck I did. I got up. I got up. I'm like. <laughs> I went to my waiter. I'm like. Look. I'm sorry. Uh, Bitch is paying. This, no. Me. No. No. I, no. And I don't. I, 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 I pay. I pay. I'm oh like, man. You were. All right. Steam gentleman. But. Yeah. No. I got. So what I did was I got up. I was like. Oh, hey, I'm going to the bathroom. I fucking <laughs> lied. Fucking lied. <laughs> I, I went to the waiter. I'm like, look, uh, just um, here's some money. Here's some, you know, we're done here. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I, I can't do this. And then I left. Fucking yeah. Left. Well, that's the thing that, you know, I've, I, I'm not trying to, like, be that sort of guy. But that's the one thing I do really about, like about my girlfriend is that, she is real is you know in general she i never see her on her phone i actually see her on her phone when she's doing homework more than anything but when we're together at a restaurant i have yet to see her pull it out once you know she only i remember the one time she only pulled out because her mother called and you know when your mother calls you kind of have to answer that but it's just it's 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 so weird that i have to say that like i like that in a person you know like five years ago you didn't have to go Oh, I'm so glad this person is on their phone on a fucking date. You know, like. But dude, you mentioned that Tinder shit. Like, good lord, like that Tinder app is one of the worst. Like, it's one of the worst inventions I think for our society. It's created so much thoughts. Yeah. Like before they had Tinder and like <laughs> other these like stupid like sex That's, dating websites. It was thought, actually like a lot more. Thought difficult. is like the funniest term ever. What yeah. was that? The thought audit. Thought, thought, thought. That is, but that <laughs> that genius. thought audit that was hilarious. Genius. Anyway, I'm really sorry, Alex. Continue. I was no, just... it's like just oh, no. You mentioned that Tinder shit. It's it's like the scourge of our society. Yeah, like it really is when you think about it. It's not even like you know back in the day. If you, even if you use eHarmony, it's different than you go to Tinder. It's like ooh, and it's like the most cucked dating app out there. You can't even just go up to a girl and ask her, "Hey, I like you." She has to go and like you too. It's like so stupid. It's like this feminist dating app. The only thing worse nah, is Bumble. Bumble. Yeah, Bumble. That's even worse. Fuck that's that the only shit. thing that's even worse. I've Fuck never that. even used that shit. Me neither. But it, 
I it use... just seems so cucky. It's not you have to like be right near this person, do that. And they had like another dating app that like it'll like recommend you people based on the places that you go. And that's just so creepy. It's like, who <laughs> I go to the what was it to like I, I go Aubon to the Yabon uh, Pain. Like who just does that <laughs> shit? Like, no, I go to the fucking bathroom and they go like recommend <laughs> people. I go to I go to the fucking Walmart. That's good. It's like the goes I go there. to the bathroom. <laughs> that's how scared of why like like see that's just modern day problems that you never had beforehand and then like this tinder too like it's just so it makes people just so just like single minds like oh i can go and like look at this person you know while i'm dating something like while i'm taking someone else on a date you know so i have you know someone in case this one sucks it's just like what's the point of that you know and it just devalues people so it's like you know if you know some girls going on tinder it's like like all the time and she's like a big like you know babushka looking for the you know snostage everywhere you're gonna want to go it's like you know hey i'm not gonna want to take you on three dates before i yeah. get something that like everyone around town's like been gone so that that devalues the, the woman's just like and it devalues you called just me the an incel for saying the exact same thing well there's a way you know it's one of those things where yeah yeah sorry, <laughs> someone, but, like, well, gotcha <laughs> I don't know. You said it in incel tone. Did I? Did I? I knew yes. you were gonna say that. You know, I don't want to be. I don't want to sound like a girl over here, but it's not <laughs> what you said. Do <laughs> that. That's one of the things. Like people tell you, like you know, hey, you know, men and women are the exact same thing. But you know, outside of that, yeah. you know, that's something that you know you very rarely hear out of a man. But I will say it then because it makes sense for the conversation. I, look. I don't care what the social norms are. I always say what's on my mind, what I believe. No filter, no bullshit. Just let's cut the shit, folks. Let's get to it. You know, that's the way I am. I don't care if I'm perceived as an incel or as a Chad or as an asshole or as a whatever. <laughs> as a Chad. <laughs> <laughs> well, because there's, I'm going on the full spectrum here. Twenty-one inversion. What was that? Twenty-one inversion. <laughs> Sean, the the milk drinking Chad. <laughs> Hey, I drank I drank a frappuccino today. So. I drank a frappuccino. I'm not. <laughs> That's like going to buy a martini. Like, oh yeah, I drink I drink big boy alcohol. I, I, I drink a good you know, James, James Bond. Drink James Bond. Apple teeny. James Bond drinks a martini shaken not stirred, and he's the biggest fucking. Well, yeah, chad like it's ever. a vodka martini, not an apple teeny. <laughs> apple teeny. That's so the best. Like. Like, good lord, it's like the best gayest drink out. That's that's like that's the only reason you meant. That's I just heard that before. Like, I, I I've never drank one of those. I'm sorry. Like you know, an actual martini, I can understand that, but like an apple teeny, it's like, what are you doing over here? I think that should have been your rant, the apple teeny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I didn't know what was going on with her. Keep you go on yours now, Mister. Okay, yeah, I'll go on my rant. So, this week. On Sunday, I believe. I forgot it was a Sunday. Is the Oscars. Now, I don't give a shit about the Oscars. I don't watch the Oscars. It's a waste of time. It's just a bunch of virtue signaling and leftist, yo, well, fuck Trump garbage. And advertising. And a shit ton of advertising. And it's just it's just a very elitist circle jerk. But I'm a, I love movies. So I'm always curious what's happening and whatnot. And I sometimes get in on you know the action a bit. It's, it's, it's one of those things like I don't give a shit about, but I kind of do at the same time. It's weird. But one of the – no, okay. This has been a bad year for movies. Oh, you love movies too. Would you agree this is a bad year for movies? It hasn't been a great year, no. Yeah. I've only been to the theater I think twice to see 
let's see, I saw Solo, which was terrible. I saw Mission Impossible Ooh. Fallout, which was fucking awesome. And I don't think I've seen anything else. And all the things I'm like half interested in turn out to be disappointments. But the biggest disappointment is the best picture list. We have Bohemian Rhapsody, which I've heard mixed things. The Favorite, which I heard was kind of good, I guess. The Green Book, I heard that was good. Roma, which I don't think I'm going to like, but I'll probably see on Netflix because that's where it's you know, out. A Star is Born, uh, which is a remake of a remake with Bradley Cooper and Lady Gaga. I might see that because they're playing at the Hub tonight, actually, but I think I'm going to miss it. It's too late, it looks like. Vice, which I thought had an awesome trailer, but I heard is a terrible movie. It just trashes Dick Cheney to a ridiculous degree and makes him a cartoon villain. So, and that was coming from a lefty friend told me that. So even the lefties out there don't like that movie. They think it actually trashes Dick Cheney too hard. But I think Roma's going to win Best Picture. Uh, hopefully not Black K K K Klansman, which is that one where they just at the end like draw parallels to Trump and Charlottesville, and it's just silly. But there's another nominee on here. There's another one that's just fucking pissing me off. I'm sorry. Oh, yeah, I did see this movie in theaters. Black fucking Panther. Black Panther is a Marvel movie. Is nothing, you know, there's nothing unique about this film at all. It's another typical Marvel movie. The only thing that's slightly different is that it's all black people except for two white guys. You have the Toykin white guys, the Martin Freeman and uh, Gollum, uh, Andy Serkis, Gollum. And people, when this fucking movie, before it came out, there were reviews. There was like, oh, Black Panther has changed cinema. It's revolutionizing the film industry. It's innovating uh, film. And I immediately rolled my eyes and went, stop fucking virtue signaling. This is, it cannot revolutionize. It literally can't. It's just another Marvel movie. Look, I'm not the biggest Marvel fan. I like some of their movies. I like Iron Man. It's a great, fun film. Avengers uh, Infinity War, for what it is, it's pretty good. You know, even though I think, uh, you know, it's kind of stupid how they end it because you're just going to reverse everything, spoiler alert. But I saw Black Panther. I enjoyed it. I thought it was a perfectly fine film. I did not think it was the best Marvel movie. Definitely not the best superhero movie. The, in my opinion, The Dark Knight's the best superhero movie ever made. Uh, if you consider Incredibles one, you know that would be number two for me, and probably Logan at number three. But Dark Knight wasn't nominated for Best Picture. Logan wasn't nominated for Best Picture, and those are objectively better, higher quality films. But Black Fucking Panther, and only because it has black people in it, and Hollywood wants a virtue signal, how their hashtag Oscar so white thing, and how they're not racist, nominated this motherfucker for best picture. Best fucking picture. It doesn't deserve the nomination. It doesn't even deserve to be in consideration. If it fucking wins best picture, you will see mean words like you've never seen before in the group me's. Uh, I will be livid because it is such bullshit pandering. It's so disingenuous and so unworthy of even being nominated. But for it to win, which I don't think is going to happen, would be absolutely insane. I'm just, I, I hate virtue signaling, but I hate how they are just jizzing over this movie like it's some fucking masterpiece that's, yo, changed cinema like it's fucking 2001 Space Odyssey or it's fucking Psycho. This thing does nothing new. At all. There have been black superheroes before. There's been movies with a lot of black people. Great. I have no problem with it. You're but racist shit. for even saying that shit, motherfucker. 
<laughs> yeah, I should say it's on the actual radio show. We gotta get kicked off again. But it's just fucking look. I look. I there's a lot of black actors I love. I love Samuel Jackson. I love Idris Elba. These people are great. If they're in a movie that's of high quality and best picture, it should be nominated. But this fucking thing is not worth it. It's 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 just ugh. I'm running out of bad things to rant about it because it's just I could go off on days about, but I rant about so much because it's just that's just how bad this year has been that we've had to stoop to the level to nominate a average Marvel movie for best fucking picture. It's just insane. How many more of these freaking movies are they gonna have? These fucking superhero movies, like every year, yeah, they get more superhero movies. Like when are they gonna just stop? Yeah, I, I think it's going to eventually get it to a point where they're going to stop. It's kind of like the Westerns that went on for like a decade, two decades. I think these are going to go on for quite a bit while, but they're still making a shit ton of money, so they're going to still keep making them. Adam's Adam ruins everything is fucked it up for me. Like the Oscars. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, because he goes into detail about like the how like most most of these movies aren't like – it's not about like who's the most deserving or whatever – it's like because he talks about like the four year considerations and how some of the how the voters get tailored personally by some of these guys. And uh, and it's like it's just it's almost it's not bribery, but it's about as close to bribery as it gets like. But uh. yeah, well, that's the other thing is these award shows are totally rigged. The, the academy that votes on it is a bunch of old boomers that some of them, don't, they only have to see these these movies. They don't have to see no, them. No. And the big studios will lobby these people and give them nice shit and goodie mm-hmm. bags. Yep. And yep. that's how you'll see bullshit win. Mm-hmm. That's how you'll see uh, movies that, uh, you know, people, audiences are like, oh, this is just an average movie, mm-hmm. win Best Picture. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's, again, I just, I think actually what gets me more is the elitist culture. I think that's why I can't stand this shit. It's because it's a bunch of like you know uh, people with martinis and mm-hmm. um, suits and you know uh, cigarettes just sitting around like oh, let's see and they, they have scarves on mm-hmm. and they're like hipsters some of these people mm-hmm. and they they have like glass circular glasses just stroking their chin going Black Panther is a um, uh, landmark achievement for African Americans and we you know we we feel so great about it that we're nominated for the best picture. And it's just just bullshit. It's just bullshit. We should add to the what people should do is make like a people's Oscars, a people's choice award sort of deal. I know there's already one kind of called that, but where the populace, the the people vote for this shit, and then it gets awarded. How do you vote for it? That's a good question. That's the difficult part. Uh, is that if you let the internet vote for it, you're gonna get like fortune making some stupid video. <laughs> yeah, like the most stupidest movie, and have it like one. That's Maybe what it'd be something like people do like when they did the the new Seven Wonders of the World. You know, do something like that where you have like a very sophisticated polling that can confirm that you're a person that's alive and pays taxes. I guess you know you you uh, you know you, something like that where you could you know you'd have to do some pretty sophisticated stuff. But it's, it's I don't know. It's it's just I, I I see I want there to be an Oscars. I want there to be a a culture where people celebrate art and celebrate film but the way they're doing it now is just elitist snobbery and it's bourgeois white liberal you know uh, night of pat each other's uh, ourselves on the back for how good we are 
and it's just phoniness that I can't stand. So that's my rant. <laughs> All right. Anything else you guys want to discuss or talk about? We have, you know, a few minutes left we can go before we hit our two-hour mark. Okay. Well, why not? All right. Um, <laughs> so when the whole um, – I'll go. Oh shoot! I'm I'm messing all this thing. Jesus! Up. Right, sorry. Yeah. You're gonna tip this over, Phil. Yeah. No, it's like it's crazy. Anyway, sorry. Digression. Um. So when the Jesse Smollett case happened, right, and uh, and all 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 this this whole storyline was playing itself out. Uh, one of the lines that I heard on the news was victims victims need to be believed what mm. are you out of your fucking mind here here's here's my take on it right no one in this world deserves to be believed how about that you you want to talk about um you you want to talk about uh the first off who's a victim right who's the fucking victim right you know how you find that shit out? An investigation, right? You're not no, no nobody's gonna and it yeah and the victim and the investigations are there to find the truth. They're not there because uh, if if all I did was believe, all I did was just believe whatever the fuck the person said, then well, well why the fuck do I need investigation? Let's just take take this person's word for it. Um, but here's the thing: people lie, right? People yep. don't tell the truth, as we just found out with Josie, right? <laughs> people, some pe sometimes people are just full of shit, right? That's why we have investigations to find out the objective truth of whatever the hell happened, right? Um, That's racist. No, I am just. I'm, it's, it's probably sexist too, because it's like oh, and homophobic. Uh, yeah, yeah, because 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 yeah. Um, I think Ma Maisie Hirono said some shit like that during the uh, um during the Kavanaugh hearings. Mm. These women deserve to be believed. No one deserves to fucking be believed. No one. That's why you have investigations and the investigations bring out the facts and ultimately that information determines who's a victim, who's a perp, who's whatever, right? Um, so... And it's not that I don't want to believe these people. Like when somebody's like saying, oh, I was raped. I want to believe you and hope that you're honest. But again, trust, but verified. I, I don't even trust. I'm like, look, well, let's, yeah. let's, let's take the Let's do the investigation. I will listen to you. Mm. Okay. Everybody deserves to be listened. We can, I can make a concession there. So you listen to somebody, you take into account the information that they provide and then you get multiple people, like everybody who was involved in whatever particular situation happened. You get as much information as you possibly can. And from there, you gather a storyline based on that information. Uh, but I'm not going to fucking I'm not fucking believe the first person that comes in that, that goes, oh, this this happened to me. Like, no, you know how many fucking people have lied over the year? Look. Like, you know, and I'm sure, you know, and it's not and we're not saying that, that you know, sexual assaults or rapes or even hate crimes don't happen. I'm saying that fake hate crimes and fake 
rape, that. rape, fake rape allegations happen too. And guess what? They fucked it up for everybody. And that's why we have these, these damn investigations. And, and yeah, if, if you fake a rape, if you fake a sexual assault, or if you fake a fucking hate crime like Jussie just did, uh, you deserve to go to fucking jail. And, uh, and I don't give a shit who disagrees with me because you know why those fake pe those fake accusations fuck it up for the real victims out yes. there. Yeah. They fuck it up for the real victims. Yeah. Right. You, yeah. Now, like, like, so now whenever, whenever a, a victim, a real victim, one that doesn't have the money of a fucking Jesse Smollett. Mm -hmm. Whenever they go to the cops, now they're going to have to be like, oh, well, we're going to take your information and whatever. And, and that, and that's just the, that's just the way it is. Uh, and it's fucked up, but yeah, you can thank those fucking people. Those people that had to bullshit their, their fucking case. Uh, you, you can blame them. Sorry. Amen. <laughs> That's yeah. come from an atheist. <laughs> yeah, like, honestly, I think that, like, hate fake crime should be given just as much, if not even more of a punishment than a, than a regular hate crime. Because when you create a fake hate crime, not, like, you, you gonna hurt everyone else's perception of people who've been real fake, like, real hate crimes. So I think it should be, you know, at least the same, but probably even more, you know? More of a punishment for the fake, you know, fake rape, fake, uh, you know, people who like the jesse smollett thing because there's really you know because it, it's it's something that needs to be drilled down that you can't fake this shit because you harm every victim of a hate crime when you do a fake hate crime you harm every you know person who's actually been raped when you when you do a, a, a rape hoax and that's why i think we need like trump needs to go make a task force to go and uh you know get on these things yeah i think it's tricky because it's all it's very hard to prove a negative and you know when you're in that position like let's say Kavanaugh if they say you rate me and he goes no I didn't and they say prove it he goes well I, <laughs> you know you kind of it's hard to prove you didn't do something even if you say oh I was here but it's not I up to there. you to not prove it it's 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 up to yes it's up to the fucking I, I mean, yeah, granted, That's you know, true the in a court, court of law, court of public opinion, blah, blah, blah. Yes. But it's what well, I'm talking about is what happens to your image. Yes, yeah, you might yeah. not because this is this is the point that I think is underlying what you're saying is that yeah. it's not really the legal consequences. It's the social consequences. If you get these accusations thrown at you, you get fired from your job. You, can, you PayPal will deny you of service. You can't open a bank account, even if it's true or not. Because look what's happening to the Covington kids. Yeah. Look what's, what's happening to YouTubers like Sargon or Milo. People like that, where people say like, like Sargon, you know, said the N word. Now he's in in a way that was mocking the alt right. I'll say this about the Covington shit. I yeah. hope. I pray that. The Washington Post is forced to pay 
for the for what happened to these fucking kids, man. Yeah. I I pray and I hope they I hope these lawyers use that money and they go after every, all these other pieces of shit too. I just go after all of them. I'm done. Like you're telling me. Oh, and another rant. Oh, no, let's do the yeah, fucking Covington one. Yeah, we're going one. back. You want to go? You want to do that one? Okay, let's do it. Uh, the 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 Covington. The the so in the news, Covington situation. Uh, the the family of Co these these Covington kids hired a lawyer. They're going after the Washington Post. So to the tune of 250 million, they're not going to get 250 million, but they're probably going to get something. Uh, they're probably well, the Washington Post. I'm assuming the Washington Post is probably going to try to settle it to like you know. But the cool part about what what these Covington kids did, they gave they gave these people 48 hours to recant to apologize, mm -hmm. and you know some of these people did. Uh, a lot of these people didn't. Fuck them. Take them to court. Take them to fucking court. Bleed these pieces of shit dry. What? Yeah. Like, I, I, I have no love for them. These guys gave you 48 hours, two days. If that ain't enough, if that ain't enough for you to fucking recant, right? All you got to do is say, oh, I was wrong. I'm sorry. I'll delete the tweet. I'll delete whatever the hell it is that made you look bad. If you don't do that shit, yeah, you deserve to get sued. Yeah, and that's the pro like this is where y you have to hold the media up to a higher level of etiquette, that, you know, of uh, objectivity and truth. Because the, the the really the thing that happened with Covington that pisses me off is that the media was lazy. They didn't do their homework. They didn't look for other videos. They mm -hmm. just saw this one video mm -hmm. and jumped on. Mm -hmm. you, you know, they should be smart in that, but they're not. Uh, well, no, they 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 don't like like they're under this they're under this pressure. Like the media is competitive get shit out quickly. and they're, they're trying to get this shit out quickly. Yeah. But you know, you, you, you just, you, you ruined these, you fucked over these yeah. children and yeah, yes, that's the bigger 16, thing. 16 years old. I'm sorry. You're fine. They're, they're fucking children. Yeah. You're like, Oh, but, but he smirked. He, he wore a MAGA hat. I don't give a fuck what he wore. Okay. Yeah. You, that, that a 16 year old child yeah, get the fuck out of here. Yeah, uh, yeah, and it's like, and it's like, um, I, I, you know what I believe though? Honestly, I think with a lot of these fake allegations, I think lawsuits are going to be on the fucking rise. They're going to yeah. be on the rise like a fucking meteor. Well, especially when they can see that they can win them, they're going to keep doing. I'm them. telling you, this, this right here. Oh, oh, see, see, this is going to be a precedent right here. Like the was this suit against the Washington Post, this is gonna be a precedent right here. Cause if anything, if 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 what the Washington Post settle, or if a judge determines that they have to fucking pay out, that this could open up some serious Pandora's box shit. Um, I just I feel it. I feel it coming. Uh, because like if you can't hold these people accountable any other way you're gonna mm. have to do it in the civil court of in the civil court yeah I, I agree any last words from you alex yeah i think they need to go and fix some of these slander laws in this country because i don't see how it's like if you notice in the news when you do anything with kids like they always censor their names 
how come like the Washington Post or whoever it was, Ooh, yeah, they didn't do that and they didn't get in trouble? Like, how is mm. that not a punishable offense? Like, because from what I understand, you have to censor that shit, and they didn't. Like, they should, you know, they should be sued for that like two hundred million dollar mark just to set an example. And this is how this is how we stop, you know, the the fake press. We have to go and start pressing them with lawsuits because that's unfair to the children. They need to, you know, they should go and get Think everything. Of the back. Children, because that's going to follow that kid, you know, years after. Like he should, you know, he might have to get a name change at that point. He might have to go and move. Like oh, all of yeah. that just be, like that's a lot of money. You know, their parents have to go and buy a new house. You have to go and get a name change. Like all that paperwork just because the Washington Compost <laughs> wants to go and run a fake news, like a fake article without listening to shit to run an ideological narrative. Like yeah. They should lose their press pass for that, for doxing kids. And like you know, CNN does that shit too. Like they dox, you know, they try to go and dox a guy who made a meme. Like when people dox others, yeah. like even the news, like who aren't actually newsworthy, or they don't let, or they are a kid, they should be heavily fined to stop this. Because you're an organization, you have people who should know better. It's not like, you know, it's some people like a like a public access TV show or like a YouTube video. You consider yourself like a real news organization. You need to start acting like it. Well, what they might argue is, well, we're just reporting what happened. You know, we're... But you didn't report what happened. It's a kid. You have to censor the names. They always do that. Yeah. Yeah. But they that's didn't. what I argue. Yeah, like, and I, I think it, that's a very good point that I think nobody's brought up about that with you know censoring the kids' names. Because, uh, well, well, were these people over 18? I think the kid's 16, isn't That's it? That's what I yeah. thought. Yeah, the okay. kids are 16 years old. Okay. They're still in yeah. high school. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I just wanted to check that. Yeah. I I also think that it's, you know, what they should do is, I don't, well, that could be weird. But, yeah, they, I think they should also blurry their faces, too. Because, yeah, they should. I mean, his face is probably going to get out there anyway because there's a lot of, you know, people took these videos on their cell phones. But news organizations should probably blur their faces so it's their – because now what's also going to happen is their friends are probably not going to want to be friends with them anymore because they're going to like be like, you know, guilt of association. If I'm associated with you, people are going to come after me saying, oh, why are you friends with that Nazi? Why would you hang out with him? Do you like the Klan too? You know, you'll get crazy shit like that. Dude, that's why that's – why that that's part why the fucking uh – the lawsuit was two hundred and fifty million dollars, right? Yeah. Look, uh, your everything in this kid's life has fucking been altered. Everything. Thank you for listening. We'll be back next week with more real news. <laughs>